0: Hello, legends, and welcome to the show. Catching up with Cub, as always, is brought to you by Cub, the club of United Business, Australia's number one members club, connecting our country's top entrepreneurs and business leaders. Today, we're gonna be catching up with the one, the only, the beautiful, the absolutely brilliant, Alison Egan, founder and CEO of Sparkling White Smiles. Sparkling White Smiles is Australia's leading mobile cosmetic teeth whitening company. Allison started when she was only 19, she's only 25 now, and she's got tons of franchises all over the country, and she's done over 200. 000. she's made over 200,000 of your smiles much, much nicer. Her full-time job is giving people confidence and giving them the power of a smile. We had a brilliant conversation, so I hope you enjoy the show. And we're live. Welcome to the show, Alison Egan. How are you?
1: Thank you for having me. I'm well. How no, are you? Thank
0: me. Thank you for coming. I'm excited to have you here.
1: It's uh yeah, it's a great time to be here. I've got nothing else to do. So uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> that's why we started this podcast for entrepreneurs that have nothing left to do. <laughs> and you look very beautiful today.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: So tell me, how's life? What's been going on?
1: Well, last two weeks I've closed down my business. Yes. Um, Due to the Australian government. Yes. Um Because well,
0: by, by that you mean because you, you you're not allowed to touch yeah, temporary close You're not down. allowed to do anything like haircuts, no, teeth whitening. No beauty. No beauty. Um but how much do you reckon that's gonna affect the average, like good looking standard of an Australian citizen? Like it's wow. gonna dramatically drop.
1: Yeah, and everyone's trying to figure out ways to do it from home now. Like,
0: yeah, everyone's getting fat, no yeah. haircuts. You should see my no, nails. <laughs> see my nails. <laughs> oh no, no, you shouldn't have shown me that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm genuinely worried. I think we're going to have to put – they're putting a lot of um, um, obviously government stimulus packages mm-hmm. and whatnot but they should also put a bit of like a um, standard of appearance <laughs> package. <laughs> oh I'm God. joking, I'm joking. Everyone's <laughs> beautiful in all shapes and sizes. <laughs> but yeah, tell us about their, their business. What, what have you done to kind of
1: – Well, at the moment like I'm just like – Reflecting, taking a bit of a pause, looking at new innovations, learning how to cook and yeah. clean, I suppose. Yeah. What are um, you cooking? <laughs> Two-minute <needles. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> Um You know, um, seeing, yeah, just looking at new ways to make business work in this time. Re- yeah. Reflecting on what we've done currently um, and creating new ideas.
0: Amazing. Yeah, now's yeah. the time to... To sit back and and to innovate, I guess. And you know what? I've been talking because we speak to members every week during this period. The first week, everyone was like, nah, we're fine. It's not affecting us. We're still making sales. I actually spoke to you and you said that (laughs) (laughs) The second week, everyone was like, oh, fuck, the sky's falling. Run, run. Everything's chaos. Third week, everyone kind of started planning. And now actually sentiment, I feel, is getting much better. So people are feeling a lot more
1: confident. We've come to adapt and we understand what's going ahead. We understand where we're at. And mm. taking a step back from the business, you currently… I always work in my business, not on my business. And at the moment I'm working on my business. Mm. So it's a whole new life to me at the moment. Yeah. Does it feel better? It feels amazing.
0: Do you get the big papers, put them all over your house or… <laughs> That's what I do.
1: I just brain, brain, write down, write <laughs> down. I'm in the car actually is my best time to think.
0: Really? Yeah. Yeah. I can't think in the car. Really? Yeah, I'm always pumping of podcasts and tunes. Yeah. <laughs> And so for those who don't know your story, yeah. um, because it is an incredible one, um, and why don't you give us a bit of a summary to how you got to this um, – <laughs> how you got to where you are now.
1: <laughs> I'm sitting here with yeah. you right now.
0: <laughs> but but y- y- you told me yesterday, which I didn't know, you were only 19 when you when you started.
1: Mm-hmm. I was.
0: That's crazy. You know what I hate about that, people like you? You make the rest of us less impressive. <laughs>
1: oh, give it a rest. <laughs> no, but at 19 you obviously don't know anything. Yeah. That's the best part about it. That's yeah. why at 25 you still don't know anything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. No. I'm 28 <laughs> or
0: 20, 27. It doesn't change.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I was studying nursing. Um, <clears throat> I wanted to be a mental health nurse to be honest. It was hard. It was like, you know, going to a job where you're working with very hard people, you're working with people who – Need your support 24-7. I looked into getting my teeth whitened after having a dream that I had very white teeth. And I realised it was an untouched market. So I thought, you know what, I'll give it a go. My goal was to do five clients a week. That's all I wanted to do, I thought that would keep me going. I'll be able to be a nurse and I'll be able to do mental health. And here we are. And also,
0: so a dream really started mm-hmm. your dream.
1: Yeah. Beauty. Yeah. Wake up thinking, oh, I'm going to have these beautiful white teeth. If <laughs> you're going to stand out, you're
0: obviously got. You've <laughs> obviously used you, your teeth. That's natural, or is that Yeah.
1: mine? Are completely natural, but whitened. <laughs>
0: <laughs> My I've got veneers actually. Do you? Yeah. Top and bottom. No, just top. Yep. But I think they come whitened. Like you yep. can choose the shade.
1: Yeah, you can choose the shade. Number one, number two.
0: Yeah. Would yours? Would your products still no. work on me?
1: Yeah, we can definitely colour like we can use the um, on the veneers, we can lighten them you up to the shade them. that they were back to begin with mm-hmm. but we can't get them any whiter.
0: And big question I've got for you mm-hmm. is that and I say it's very important but a lot of people don't do it. When you started the business, when you said, fuck, this is what I'm doing, yep. did you go and scream it to the world or did you keep it secret?
1: No, I actually had a group chat with my girlfriends <laughs> and my girlfriends at the time we were like quite big on Snapchat. They were quite the popular group.
0: The influencers. And yeah, they yeah. were.
1: And I was never that one. I was just like the quiet one that always kind of sat to myself. And I said to the group, I'm starting a teeth whitening business and I'll do every single one of your teeth for free. And that's kind of where it started. So they were like the cool girls and then one thing grew to another thing and, you know, they'll be my friends forever and they'll get teeth whitening forever. Well. <laughs>
0: they made me rich. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> they did. <laughs> but, but because a lot of people, got, they say, okay, I want to do this. I want to yeah. start this business. Yeah,
1: it wasn't a – no, I had no expectations. I, had, I wasn't sitting there thinking, writing up business plans, writing up structures, nothing like that. Okay. It was take day by day. After, you know, work, I was working from 4 a.m. in the morning – ...as a nurse and then I was finishing at 12 o'clock or 1 o'clock... ...and then from 1 o'clock or 2 o'clock to 10 o'clock I was doing teeth whitening. Mm -hmm. And it just became something that I loved. Like every day I couldn't wait to finish work to get to teeth whitening. (laughs) And then it just kind of grew and grew. And then before I knew it I had like three clients a day... ...and then four clients a day. And then I think within the first year that's when I started to look for an employee... ...and that's when I had an employee. She was fantastic. She was actually studying nursing as well. We were working 17 hours a day together... Life was great. Life was so much fun. <laughs> no stress. Yeah, we just loved what we did, and I think it was more passion. You could see the passion. It wasn't about the business. It was more just like growing the brand, growing essentially what it is today. And
0: so it took you about a year until you went full time into it.
1: Yeah, it took it took the plunge. Um, working for the government, you have you're there, and you got, you got the stability. I'm comfortable. Yeah, I'm comfortable, and you know, you're getting RDOs whenever you want it in business. There's no <laughs> such thing as RDOs. So um, yeah, so I took the plunge, and I thought, okay. I've taken the plunge. I have no other option than to be successful essentially. I have to like do this for myself. Yeah, and committing I, fully.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I think the first yeah. step to – that that's what everyone needs to do. They need to commit. And I also think the, the point I was going to get to before was you need to tell everyone what you're doing because yeah. if you don't tell anyone, no one fucking knows.
1: agree. And all I was doing, I wasn't essentially telling everybody but I was posting the jobs that I was going to. I was posting mm. the results. I was posting the feedback. They're the things that people wanted to see. And mm. behind the scenes was very important back then because – Okay. Behind the scenes. <laughs> I made yeah. teeth whitening fashionable because it wasn't. Do you know what I mean? Like, 100%. I had to make it fashionable and I had to make everybody else want to have it done. And the only way you can do that is to show behind the scenes, is to show, you know, you're doing a lot of influences, you're doing the beautiful girls, you know, they get, they're, they're doing reviews of us. And that's the things that we had to do.
0: Yeah, you were ahead. You started the whole teeth whitening trend, mm. didn't you?
1: Yeah. Well, I was the first to start. But it was, you can be the first to start and not be the best. But it was more like, okay, if I'm going to be the first to start, I've got an opportunity and I need to make sure it's the best.
0: There's a lot of study and there's a lot of books. One of them's called Position, I think, by Jack something. Yeah. Jack Welch. Um <laughs> don't <laughs> quote me on that, that much. Let's <laughs> call position. And and it says that the the number one um uh, advantage a business can have is being first to market. Is being known as the first, like Coca Cola for the, sure. the for, for your cola drinks, and that positions you as the as the kind of standard mm-hmm. uh, for that thing. And it's something that can never be taken away. So, totally. so that, that, that just having the foresight to do that, so cool. And a question I have because it's something I was thinking about was how how did you get a teeth whitening thing <laughs> like with it, yeah, okay, There's one thing saying, "Hey, I want to whiten people's teeth, but you're not brushing them." You've been, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've got a machine that does it. How did you find that machine? Did you build it? This is what, actually what were the a really funny story.
1: So I looked it up and there was this guy doing, selling teeth whitening things in Adelaide and um, he said, oh, I, I can get it for you all and I can give you the box. What it takes you? two weeks.
0: You, you typed it in Google?
1: Yeah, I was just looking up teeth whitening things and I didn't want to go overseas because I was too scared at the time and had no money. So you got to think like when you have no money, you're very sceptical in what you do. My parents were only happily to give me the five grand and, um, So I was, yeah, I had to really make sure that the five grand was used very well. Yeah. And then this guy called me. We talked on the phone. He's like, I'll have it to you in two weeks. I got it. And I whitened my girlfriend and I. We whitened our teeth together, and the light broke in my face. And I started crying. I was like, "This is a disaster. I've just wasted all my money. I don't know how I'm going to tell my parents." And then I called him, and he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry. It's just a faulty light. I'll send you a new one." What do
0: you mean the light broke? The light,
1: like the LEDs. Yes. And I'm like, "Oh my god, God, this is a disaster. I can't do this on my clients." And like, I had a little bit of (laughs) knowledge in nursing, you know? Like, you can't do that. Um, And then yeah, so he sent me the thing, and. The light again and then over that time of the two weeks, I was kind of telling my friends about it, putting it on social media, made an Instagram, made an email address, sparklingwhitesmile (laughs) at (laughs) gmail.com, registering businesses, uh, you know, just doing the things that I thought I knew and I thought I was so great at business at the time. So, yeah.
0: Well, it worked out for you. (laughs) And, And the name. Yeah. I love it.
1: Yeah, I do too. I like SWS, but it wasn't ever. I didn't sit there and say this is exactly what it's going to be. I just thought sparkling was, and then white was teeth, and then smile. It just all came together. Yeah, but it says what? It, yeah,
0: names are a funny thing. I, I think that the easier they are to remember. Yeah, the the bit like Cub, right? That did not become the Club United business <laughs> until like maybe a year in when we started si- signing up some serious members, and they kept asking me, "Oh, what does Cub mean? What does Cub mean?" Cub did not mean Club of United Business. <laughs> cub I thought was just a really short, quick, easy word. It? And and I was watching The Lion King when I came up with Cub and I thought, oh, Cub, that's a that's an interesting name, yeah. And I was like, Cub, future king, future power, future. And I was like, oh, awesome. <laughs> and, and so I started. But then I was too embarrassed to tell people, yeah, it meant like so it became the Club of United Business.
1: It's great. Uh, and I like how it says CUB. Like that's how I remember you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't yeah. remember you from Sparkling White Smile or. You know. Yeah,
0: so uh, the, the name's perfect and also I like that it does, it kind of is the purpose mm. of your company. I mean what would you say your company purpose is?
1: Yeah, so number one it would be definitely to make people feel beautiful mm-hmm. and to smile. Yeah. Like that's exactly what it is and, you know, when you feel beautiful, or when sorry, when you look beautiful, you feel beautiful. Yeah. And there's so much that comes with it in business, in getting a job, you know, relationships. There is so much that when you feel good it shows the world.
0: Yeah, everything gets better when you feel like it, exactly. when you feel like you look good or you exactly. feel confident. And also it makes such a deep connection with a client when you can leave and they've got that emotion, you know, that they've got that feeling. It's like a yeah. cub, we do it with belonging. Like we want them to leave and just feel like, wow, I was so welcome there. Everyone was so happy to see me. And yeah. and and yours is just this great sense of, of happiness and, and confidence and as beauty. Well.
1: And like our, all our technicians, it's so personal-based. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, we only keep our clients with that technician. We don't go and say, you've got a new technician or it's, you know, next next time you come it's the next available. It is no, we're giving you the technician that you want. This is your technician. This is your technician forever.
0: Yeah, because it's intimate. They come yeah. to your house. So you it's want them to so comfortable. Yeah, it is a relationship.
1: Yes. How cool is that?
0: And how many um, technicians, that's what you call the, the, um, the, the whitening fairies... <laughs> <laughs> the tooth fairies.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, so we have obviously twenty eight franchises. Yeah. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, twenty eight. And then they, some of them have technicians, and some of them do it on their own. So mm. some, um, the ones who have technicians, I think the most that would have was two, to two technicians per company. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, they have, they have Sorry, so
0: if someone buys a franchise, yep. there might be two technicians working in that franchise. Yeah, they
1: may keep it themselves and just go out and do the technician mm-hmm. job themselves or they may have themselves plus more. Depending, And so on. they'll
0: employ someone. Yes, yeah. Oh, how cool is that? Yeah. And did you have many naysayers when you started? with people saying, ah, you're going to fail, you're not going to do it?
1: Yeah, my dad. not nec- dad? <laughs> not necessarily my dad. He gave like, the money. <laughs> yeah, no, but when you go to uni, like you're supposed to as a – you're supposed to go to uni and get the job. And, mm-hmm. and then I said, Dad, I want to do this. He's like, that's not going to work.
0: Parents always have to be more, more, they care more about your life than you probably care about it. Like my mum always used to tell me, go to uni, go to finish uni. Mm-hmm. If you don't finish uni, what happens if you fail at everything else? At least you've got something to fall back on.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I was like, no, nah, man, I'm not failing <laughs> shit. <laughs>
1: no, I'm sticking to teeth whitening. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and talk to me about it. So you started… You obviously got cl- a client base yourself, mm-hmm. you uh, were seeing people regularly yourself and you had one other person with you, did you say? Yep. And so you said, okay, it's time for me to, to scale, to get bigger. And did you have mentors help you do that or how did you land on franchising and, and knowing that was the right path for you?
1: Um, I actually was going to take on doing training. I had a lot of emails and messages from people saying, can you train me in teeth whitening? Et cetera, et cetera. And um, so I thought, okay, now I need to get lawyers and I need to get accountants to take on to the next step Mm because I don't actually know what scaling is. And um, (laughs) no, I didn't. I was like 21 at this age. (laughs) Like you have no (laughs) idea. It's
0: unbelievable.
1: And then I went to this accountant's office that I had been referred to from a friend. He was quite successful in business. And I went in there and I was this cheery little happy girl, no problems in the world. Um, and I was telling him about my business and he's like, wow. He's like, you need to franchise this company. He's like, you have such a good opportunity here. You have a um essentially a recipe and these the every you can give people the opportunity to cook the cake. And yeah. I was like, wow, yeah. And then I said, I'm the type of person that won't do anything unless I know what I'm doing. So I said, I absolutely have no idea what franchising in is, so I'm not having it done in he said he could have it ready for me in like four weeks. I'm like I won't be ready in four weeks. I have no manuals. I have no idea with what I'm selling and I'm not a saleswoman. I just want to – I want to be able to sell something that I love and that people understand what I'm doing. So over a year and a half we caught up once a month We're writing the franchise. With the franchise agreement I really wanted to sit in the franchisee's shoes. So it's, you know, would, would somebody – that would I buy my franchise? That's mm-hmm. what I really wanted to do and I think that's been the best thing that I've done um, and I've really been ethical in, in what I've done in that aspect. So I, I knew what I was selling before I sold it.
0: And that's also a really cool way for a business owner to look at what they're selling. Would I actually want to be there? Yeah. At CUB we've got a rule. If I don't want to turn up to a conversation event or say, if it's something that I wouldn't want to go to, we just don't do it. I totally because agree. if I don't, well, why, why, would, I want to sell why would anyone else want to go?
1: Exactly right.
0: To? So that's that's a, mm. a crucial way to do it. and. So he helped you into the franchising process. In hindsight, has franchising been the right right, um, move for you?
1: Yeah, it's been the right move. We've obviously been able to give a lot of people opportunities and become leaders as well in business. Mm -hmm. And I know what the school of hard knocks is. I started with absolutely nothing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're giving these franchisees opportunities to not essentially just start at the bottom coming in, they're coming into a reputable brand, they're coming into a model, and they're coming in with the support as well. And
0: that's the benefit of being them, right? They've got you, you've already created the like the recipe, like you said. Yeah. All they have to do is bake the cake. Totally. And they're basically paying you how good you
1: can cook the cake. Yeah. And, you know, if you take all our policies and procedures and everything that we can give, there's there shouldn't be an issue there.
0: Yeah. And how did you find do you have like a target demographic of mm-hmm. of franchisee?
1: Yeah. So I've done now a lot of Sat down with a little of psychologists and we've been able to say like, okay, why we look at our most successful franchises and we're like, what do they all have in common? This is what we need. This is what we look for. And this is how we keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um... We have an amazing franchising team now in our company, um, and that's we don't have any targets. We don't essentially just say this is how many franchises we have to sell a month. It's not about that at all. It's about having the best. Mm-hmm. I'm quite strict on who I take on. You can uh, essentially teach skill, but you cannot teach personality. Have you
0: taken on the wrong person?
1: Uh, no, <laughs> got a good team. <laughs> liar, liar, no, um, Yeah, so you know, you, as I said, you can you can't teach personality. Mm-hmm. So we, I want my business to be like a family. Brothers and sisters fight. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day it comes back to the core love and everybody has the same respect from each other and it stays internal. Mm. So that's where I wanted it to be and if these people don't have the same, you know, values and the same morals, it's not going to work.
0: 100%. Team culture is everything. It really I, is. It comes up yeah. with every podcast. I that agree. I talk. It, I'm
1: so huge on internal commun- communications with yeah. our forums, making sure that, you know, we meet up once a month and not even essentially – we meeting up, the whole company meeting up, everybody bringing value to the company because I'm only one person. I don't have a million people that are telling me what to do every yeah. single day. And the guys who actually work in the company sometimes bring the best um, the best ideas and values what we need.
0: So what's your meeting structure then or what's your communication structure?
1: Um, communication, we have like a forum. So the whole entire company, regardless if you're a franchise or you're a technician, you're in this forum.
0: What? in person or in the no, digital?
1: digital. Everything's yeah. digital. We've yeah. got, we got people in uh, Perth. We're not going <laughs> to… Come over for the Everyone weekend. Everyone fly over. Yeah. Um, we'll that's go the now, best thing a about time. today. We can, all, we can all talk and it's two seconds from each other, you know. You feel like you are so connected. Mm. Um, Has your
0: communication increased with your team yes. now that you're obviously can't see each other that often?
1: Yeah, of course you have to be. I have to be community. And like because a lot of CEOs, they're not available. They're not mm. essentially… Like, they don't want to be available with me. I'm like, I'm a millennial. I can be on my phone, I can be on an email, and I'm there in person as well. Plus, I'm 25 years old. I'm still young. I've got plenty of energy. So, yeah, I let them, I really am close in communication.
0: And was learning how to, because you were so young. Yeah. And I remember, I remember I had a similar um, Story. Issue, yeah, issue myself. Was learning how to, because you were managing um, franchisees and, having to give them support and you yourself are just developing and learning yeah. and uh, did, did you create a system or a manual on, on the support? What support do you provide your franchisees?
1: I employed everybody who was smarter than me. Yeah. That's, so that's what I did.
0: That just shows how genius you are.
1: Yeah, exactly right. So I knew <clears throat> what I was good at and what I wasn't good at. I knew what the support we needed. Um, in, I knew that internal comms was huge. I knew that hygiene in my company was like Beyond, beyond, beyond. So
0: your t- uh, yeah. the, tooth fairies can't. Yes, can't stink.
1: Totally, but it's not even about that. It's about you know the actual treatment itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew that I was very good at teeth whitening, so I thought you know what if I stay on the field. That's where it's going to succeed because that's our clients. We need to keep, we need to keep there. And if I employ everybody behind the scenes and I employed my family to make sure that everything was covered, mm-hmm. um, but I hired, you know, um consultants that were old franchisors for Mr. Wendy's, for example. I had a lot of
0: experience.
1: C- experience. And they were like, you know, mentoring me in a way, I'm I'm such a go-getter. And I'm just like, sometimes I I could make a decision on. <laughs> emotion yeah. essentially but you know they will bring me back like don't send an email until you know it's 100% or don't just send an email on reaction you know and these are the best things that have been I've been taught. And I reckon
0: true. a lot of of uh, particularly younger entrepreneurs mm-hmm. are like have a decision. They make a decision. They go, bang. Let's do yeah. it. And then they're like, Doesn't "Oh, don't have shit. any fear."
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that, that's essentially a bad thing. Sometimes it
0: can be, but yeah. also I think the biggest problem most people have is they don't actually start anything. Yeah. Because they don't start anything, nothing ever happens. So okay. it's a, you know it, it it's also a positive. Mm-hmm. And um, you mentioned you know your strengths and your weaknesses. Mm, I do. A lot of people don't. Yeah. A lot of people don't assess their strengths and weaknesses, mm-hmm. and and they should be, they should be like a team exercise where everyone gets together and who's good at what who's what are your strengths what are your weaknesses and i mean what would you say your strengths are
1: my strengths are um support leadership mm-hmm. um very hardworking. Mm-hmm. so whatever it takes i'm going to make it work um my weaknesses are giving in a lot like i'll be like oh it's just easier to say yes rather than say no and um yeah and i've learned that's not how you do business it's yeah. never going to work in that aspect it's not sometimes it's not a throw effect it's you know get to the actual point let's work on it and we can all work through it together
0: mm. and if everyone knows your strengths and weaknesses they do. as a team you're able to be far more yeah. in inse- have you guys been very done-
1: approachable um, in those aspects i don't take anything to heart mm-hmm. and business is business you know i'm i'm working with a lot of women and mm. a lot of women between 18 to 25 so emotion is a huge part of our company mm. so i take that into play a lot and i never bring emotion into it i always understand what the, oh, I'm sitting in their shoes sometimes, and I'm, I can understand what the emotion is. And well, you are a woman, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, but you have to understand that, so it's, it's a huge thing. When you can understand that, you're going to do well.
0: Do you think it makes it easier having a team that is, is uh, they're all similar demographic or they're at similar stages of life? Do you think it makes it easier because you're managing at one, uh, one style of yeah. person? I, I, agree. I do, I, th- I think I
1: it's yeah. And everybody's on the same page and we all have the same interests. Mm-hmm. So when you do like team events and stuff, you know exactly what you're going to be doing. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we we have good quarterly meetings. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and like, you know, the events that we do, I know that everybody likes a restaurant. I know yeah. that everyone likes it beautiful. So it's 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 our, it's our, what our company it is. It does make
0: it easier. Yeah. And do you think as you grow and you expand that will, um, you know, as you need people with more experience and, mentioned a franchise team which I wanted to talk to you about as well but as you bring more executive team it it gets bigger and bigger do you think you're going to need to I I think just change that
1: I think with me I understand that you know my franchising team is not my technician team Mm -hmm. I understand that my head office team sorry my head office team is not my um technician team as well (laughs) so you know all these different parts in the company that's what makes my company what it is
0: amazing and so how does I just wanted to go on your marketing because your marketing is incredible everyone knows you and um, how is it mostly influencer marketing? And there's two sides to your marketing. You obviously market um, to clients, so to me, if I wanted to widen my teeth, mm-hmm. and you have to also market to f- potential franchisees because you're making majority of your money through selling franchises. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: To and the so, right franchises. Yes.
0: So, what are the two marketing strategies uh, for the both?
1: Yeah, so we obviously have a very big marketing team. That's where a lot of my money is spent. Um, oh, so
0: that is a large portion of your team. Of course, marketing. my company
1: is all about marketing. It
0: is, yeah. Like um, you said, you made teeth whitening. Cool. Yeah.
1: Um, so how we market is obviously through digital, through PR um, and through our clients. Um, but t- believe it or not, we did a uh, statistic thing mm-hmm. and we realised that 35% of our jobs that come through are just from word of mouth. Mm-hmm. And that's so mm-hmm. important for us because, you know, Someone that's happy is only going to tell seven people. Someone that's unhappy is going to tell 27. Yeah, I hate that. (laughs) Yeah, no, but that's why it's so important to be so real in the job and be present when you're there. Mm -hmm. And we don't leave any of our clients until they are 100% happy.
0: And I would even go that if people are happy, they still won't tell anyone. They have to be really happy, which means you have to deliver heavily.
1: Yes, and service-based. And social media today, like you can – you know, you have so many reviews, and you have so many influences, and you do have such a variety. Mm. And I'm so lucky, and I'm so blessed to have that. Mm. But in saying that, you want to make sure you're aligning with the right people. You're aligning with people who I look for beautiful girls who have white teeth. I don't even care yeah. how many followers you have, how many, how well you are. If if you have beautiful teeth, you're going to be able to promote my brand, and yeah. I'm going to be able to make them white.
0: Yeah, you need to. Yeah, yeah. You, you need the product yeah. if you yeah. can if you're going to sell it. Yeah, you've obviously created in-depth operations for sure. you. ...for your um, technicians, yes? Totally. And is there anything in that that teaches them how to really, I guess, surprise and delight yeah. you, the, the client?
1: Yeah, so we have like a segment called uh, Being Your Own Boss... ...and we also have etiquette classes mm-hmm. in our training. So we mm-hmm. have an etiquette lady that comes in and she shows you how to go above and beyond... I can tell these guys a million times, but when you actually hear it from somebody who is professional in that, mm-hmm. that's when they actually listen. Yeah. So we have yeah a lot of training. Well, what's what did
0: you say? Be your own boss.
1: Yeah, we have we have be your own boss. What is that? Um, so it's like a segment of how to look after yourself, your mental health side of things, um, taking a break, but also looking after your your staff, your team, um, supporting. We have a big team. We're a big community, but mm-hmm. in your team, you, everyone wants to feel important. So, you know, you're making them feel important, uh, giving them a little bit more leeway, looking, making them look after your Instagram. Give them the support and they're going to give take it 100 miles.
0: Yeah, empower the team. <laughs> yeah. And if they, because at the end of the day, if your team mm-hmm. feels like it's theirs and they're part of it, they're, they're going to deliver. The Same, the, the the owner's level of service to the Spot to on. the client.
1: You look after your team before you look after your clients because hundred, your yeah. team is going to look after your clients for you.
0: Yeah, well, your company is your team. Exactly no team, right. no company, no clients. So oh, team comes so first. One hundred percent. You mentioned to me the oh sorry yeah and the influencers. Sure. You run the influencers. You yeah. You you, sorry, you you do you, you do a lot of promote. <laughs> you do a lot of promotion with influencers. Sure. Is it paid or is it – yeah, how so does how do you do it? Do you offer them free
1: – We have like a, a few that we have had paid jobs mm-hmm. um, but a lot of them will offer them complimentary whitening mm-hmm. and then we don't actually – we don't get them to sign any contracts or anything like that. Mm. Our goal is – our mission is to go out there, offer them free teeth whitening and hope to God that they will post for us. Yeah. We have never had anybody not post for us. Really? Yes, because people – when when you are uh, essentially get gifted something – and then you get told to sign this contract and you've got to do this many posts and you've got to post on this day, you've got to do this time. You don't want to do it. Yeah, it's
0: not personal. It's anymore. not personal. It's not a favor. Yeah. Mm. So
1: when you go out there, you become best friends with the client, you know, you do their teeth, they're super happy with the results, they automatically post for you. Yeah. And that's what, that's why it's so real and it feels so warm to me. It's like that
0: law of reciprocity, they say. You know, if you do something nice for someone, they want to return the favor. And that's really, really, you can leverage that for your marketing totally. quite. Quite heavily. And do you, while your technicians are there yep. and the, the clients having their teeth widened, mm-hmm. do you do anything to um, leverage that time? How long does it take? Like for example, do you offer them, you know, to post a photo or do a referral in exchange for something or, or you don't?
1: No, so the treatment is two hours. Um, a lot of the time we do go out and do group booking. So you mm-hmm. might go out and do four or five people. But if you go out and do one person, you either let them sit there um, you have emails yourself, or you just get into a conversation. You can still talk when you just have your teeth, I Yeah, I get the, oh, you are the can best. Talk, com- can yeah. You. I'll do them for you soon. Yeah. Um, but it's a it's a funny conversation. Well,
0: I can't get a haircut, yeah. I can't get anything else So am <laughs> my teeth better.
1: Hey, I'm shut at the moment.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, you can't, not even for me.
1: <laughs> no, there's no mates rates oh, going on here. Yeah. Um, oh, I was gonna be free. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and and you mentioned to me yesterday or two days ago. That you were thinking about starting a podcast, jumping on the podcast I, am. I think, I think it's it's, a, Do you think it's a good idea? Yeah, I think it's a good idea. It's the new. It, this is the new thing to do. Like,
1: and I'm having a lot of fun on this one. Yeah, I've got. Can I you mean, have me back here soon?
0: Please, well, you got to <laughs> have me on yours. Okay,
1: you're on mine. I reckon we
0: we let's design yours now. Please, let's do it. Let's just.
1: Where are we? What are we to do? Greatness. I need. I want it to be something. I want it to be (laughs) about… Something would be good. (laughs) No, I want it to be something about like millennials and like leadership and because a lot of people talk from experience. I don't have a lot of experience. Mm -hmm. I have a month's worth of experience. So I'm kind of living it and I'm breathing it with you guys and that's kind of what I want to do. Mm. Is that something? Yeah, I like
0: that. And also I think millennials need more… Wait, what's millennial? What age under? Me. So 25 down. Yeah. Millennials need more… Real, I agree. Millennials live in fairyland. They do. They think everything. They live comes... in
1: Instagram. It's all edited.
0: Yeah. Someone showed me the yeah. other day. They showed me an f- app, which I was completely unaware of. And by the way, I, I think I could sue a fair few people <laughs> for this <laughs> because, because they showed me now that, that you can put someone's face and then it's just they, it's like from an eight to a ten, and it's like oh wait a second. <laughs> This is false You're advertising. Probably thinking the
1: same thing about me right now. No. Because, like, I've seen her on Instagram. No, before. no, you guys got prettier in person, actually,
0: which is very rare these days. So. <laughs> Congratulations,
1: yeah. but but
0: um um so I think you being really real on the, and saying you know it's not all life's not easy, guys. Like life's difficult. It's
1: not. It's not all rainbows and butterflies. It's persistence and consistency. Hmm. And that's what I'm trying to, that's what I wanted these guys to know. I worked and worked and worked 18 hours a day, seven days a week, getting up at five o'clock in the morning, getting on a flight at seven o'clock to make this what it is today. It's not easy.
0: And there were some painful moments as well. There's some you, painful did moments. Did you cry?
1: Yeah, I didn't cry because I'm not like, I, I'm quite <laughs> sick But like I wanted to do it and I, I didn't want to give up. You know, and even when it was hard, I loved it when it was hard because yeah. I'm like, it makes me want to get it yes. more. How funny you yeah. say that. I yeah. only
0: work when yes. it's difficult. If yes. it's easy, I just start bludgeoning and walking around. I, I go in the office, I do nothing, I just distract everyone. Couldn't but agree more. Times like this is like my favorite time. Yeah. Like, I'm, fuck, loving yeah. I I'm loving it. I've got something to do. Like, yes. I moved to Melbourne actually because Sydney was it got so big and it was running, I don't even do anything there anymore. Yep. So I moved to Melbourne because I felt more relevant. I felt like I had more purpose in the Melbourne club and I was – so I was funny.
1: I lived in Melbourne last year as well. Did uh, you? Last, not, maybe not last year, the year before.
0: Did you, did you rent a place there?
1: Yeah, I rented a place. Um, yeah, you don't have it anymore? St Kilda. No. It was good but <clears throat> Melbourne is very different to Sydney. The yeah. lifestyle, it was very – so much traffic. Oh, my God.
0: It's the worst driving oh, – sp- oh, and you're driving and there's again. these trains flying through the middle of the road. It's like, well, where did you come from? <laughs> <laughs> Go underground.
1: <laughs> the speed cameras everywhere. I'm like, I'm in a hurry. Hurry up.
0: And the podcast. So what would the purpose of your podcast? What would the name be? I
1: don't know. Can you I help think
0: me? yeah, it has to be something to do with smiling. Yeah. Like smile your way through
1: <laughs> something. Yeah, come on. Anyone can help? <laughs> nah,
0: like it Open can't to IDs. Or or like, or, or, wanna... spa- or
1: sparkle. Sparkle.
0: Yes, like like spark. I think okay, don't laugh. It's good, could be <laughs> a bit stripperish, but it's all <laughs> but it's also like, hey, it's your time to shine.
1: Yeah. Sparkle. Your time to shine. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Do I think we have it? Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, fucking <I'm> pretty good. <laughs> I Like that. Shit. How did we end up with catching up with Cub? That's a shitty day. I love that. Do you like it? keeping
1: up with the Kardashians? Yeah, like,
0: catching up with Cub. Yeah. We're, we're toying with hanging out with Hakim for a while. Then. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Okay. Which like- one do you like better? Because I was going hanging out with Kim. Yeah. Laura.
1: Well, that's got very us on personal to Cub. your brand. Mm. And I do like personal brand. I'm all about personal yeah, brand as well. Me too. But you could probably have like – you could go both ways. Yeah. You could have like sometimes with the carb and then sometimes with –
0: Yeah, maybe yeah. two shows. Yeah, yeah. variety. Yeah. And, and so the purpose – okay, where, where did we land? What was your favourite of the names?
1: I don't know. Sp- just, <laughs> Sparkle? Not about that <laughs> no. at all. <laughs> What's the other one? <laughs> I'm bringing my Shine, your time shoes. to
0: shine or something like that. <laughs> your
1: time to shine, Squidor. Well, give, you give so. me
0: an option. It's your podcast. I already have a name.
1: Yeah, but I wanted to, something about millennials and like
0: – But millennial – Okay. Give I, me something. I'm, I'm, I
1: am have nothing. I don't <laughs> Absolutely know. Absolutely nothing. I, I haven't even sat and thought about it. But I know that I want it to be about leadership. Well, and I really like
0: your time to shine.
1: All right, done. I
0: really think that your, your time your to shine. Your time to shine with Ali. If you – if you, <laughs> <laughs> that's actually awesome. Do that. And then what would the purpose be? Who's your target demographic? So it's millennials. It's Did you say women? I don't know if you said women.
1: Not necessarily women. Anybody that wants to start a business that essentially is scared or doesn't have – money like i didn't have mm. anything i yeah. didn't get it from my parents and i think it's persistence and consistency that will get you there
0: and there's not many examples right because mm. there's not many people that have achieved what you've achieved and you did it so when you did it mm. which means that you yourself are a point of difference a because it's so there's no use b because you're cool and <laughs> that helps if you get people can look and listen to you and c i, I can't remember the third but
1: but, but you're coming on
0: it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> you're going to get it. In. I'm telling you now. I guarantee that this podcast, Catching Out With Cub, will be the fastest growing podcast in Australia within three months. It's a High guarantee. I'm High telling five. you now. It's a guarantee. It's happening. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Okay, so we've got the name. Yep. We've got the demographic. Yep. What is the purpose? It's to help It's to help millennials kick off their, their the
1: dream. life that they dream. To
0: yeah. kick off your dream.
1: Yeah, and show them what leadership is. You know, people in today are all trying to like – ...better each other or trying to do one better than everyone. Mm. Choose your battles. We're not here to win the game. We're here to win the championship. Yeah. You know, like that's... Yeah,
0: yeah we're playing <gasps> in a different league.
1: Yeah, come on. It's completely different. And I think when you choose your battles and you know what, you know what you're going to do... You ...walk away from that.
0: Yeah, I said to the team the other day, I said, never compare yourself to anyone. No. Because you're... Especially the cup team... Mm-hmm. We're always doing things so much better. If we compare to someone else, we're like, oh, we're already better. We'll get – I'm joking. <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> but also you, you should just push the limits. If you start looking at what others are doing, you start adapting. By Ugh. Naturally you become like them. You I don't even
1: look at any of my competitors. I wouldn't even yeah. tell you what who the competitors are. Everyone yeah. always asks me. I'm like, I don't yeah. know, dentists?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Screw those guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, 100%. You just, just – that's why they put the horse – what are those things on horse eyes when the ra- horse is racing? It's so it doesn't look left, it doesn't look right. It just keeps going straight. You're in your lane. Yeah. Okay. So true, true. your time to shine with My Ali. time
1: to shine with Ali.
0: For millennials. You've got an hour for in the, the hot light. seat. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Wicked. <laughs> you know what though? I think podcasts are going to make a real big surge in this current like environment because I was even thinking it would be really cool. So obviously this podcast is designed to give – we wanted to share – ...our incredible network um, and my network for all Australian business people... ...not just our members. So we want, we want to be serving all business people mm-hmm. during this period. And that's the point of this podcast. And give them a little bit of a relaxed time. Not make it too serious. Yeah. And um, I can't remember where I was going with this. And um, what, what was I even talking about before this? Your
1: purpose of your podcast.
0: Can't remember. Oh, no. Then I started thinking, wow, this is fun. Yes. So then I was like, imagine if, I, if we could do a podcast just to the members, just updating them on – so to your clients. You could be like, okay, guys, this is what we're doing now. Um, w- w- this is part of the strategy. Where we're going to be releasing this, this, and this service. Um, this is when we're doing it and this is why. Um, like uh, an
1: EDM but yeah, podcast. really cool. Yeah, and they could just that. listen to
0: while they drive. And I, I think it would be really – I just think this – Whole podcasting thing is going to make a, mm. a big search. That's why you need to get on.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm definitely doing it. We
0: need to get a couple of others on, a couple of our friends and whatnot, yep. and we'll make like a cool little podcast. Little club. cub
1: of podcasts. Yes, little cub, <laughs> cub it. cast.
0: It'll be mad. <laughs> and we'll just get in each other's podcasts and spread the word.
1: It's the way to do it. Apparently, you know, that's how you get podcasts. People know about your podcast, getting other people on your podcast. It's the yeah.
0: best way to do it.
1: Yeah. And, and I love hearing from other people, I love hearing their stories. Yeah, I love relating to each other. It's good fun, but eh? Yeah, it's so much fun.
0: So I reckon we're going to put that club together. Let's do it. Good. All right, we've decided your podcast <laughs> <laughs> next topic. This is a topic I know is going to be a very hot topic. What is it? It is dating. Oh Jesus! As as a as a young entrepreneur, mm-hmm. as a busy person, <laughs> as someone who I'm sure has incredibly high standards.
1: <laughs> well, I've only just started dating a guy two weeks ago. To be honest,
0: how on Zoom? <laughs>
1: well. Or maybe it was three weeks (laughs) ago. Is it two weeks, three weeks? I don't actually know. But prior to this, never had a boyfriend.
0: Never had a boyfriend. Never.
1: I dated a few guys. But no one ever waited around for me. I'm getting home at 11 o'clock at night. I'm flying on a Sunday. I'm just not available. I was too in my own little world, in my own little go, go, go world. Even if they liked me, they last three weeks and they're out.
0: What's the most difficult thing for you? you? Just can't you haven't got the capacity?
1: I, don't, I didn't have the time, and I think I think that's such a such a bad statement to say because you make time for anything that's important. I disagree. But I just oh okay, I love that. I
0: disagree heavily. Okay, because I mean I can tell you now. Yeah, I'm fucking tired. So when I get home, yeah, I might have time, yeah. but I need to lie down. I okay. need like I don't want to see anyone. I've been talking to people. I mean, I work at a networking company. All I do is make. All people. you do
1: is okay. network. Yeah, I think the same as me. And you – yeah, I'm sorry. But I think I wanted somebody who was on the same page as me, mm-hmm. who could understand exactly what it's like. So you're looking for a business person? Yeah, of course.
0: And would you want someone with a bigger business than yours?
1: No, it doesn't necessarily need to be bigger. It just needs to, you know, show the same respect and understand that. He said to me the other day, he's like, I love that I can get home at 11 o'clock and you don't whinge. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm only at home right now it's because my business is closed temporarily. Yeah. So <laughs> – <laughs> too.
0: And what the hell are you guys doing getting home at eleven o'clock like, at night? Just
1: busy. Like he works in his office, I work in mine, and I'm at teeth whitening until normally eleven o'clock most nights. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, his business is obviously a straight like Sydney wide, so he does it all in Sydney. But mine's Australia wide, so I'm always on a flight. Like you, we're always on flights.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I've got to start dating a flight attendant. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it'd just make life a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh my but God, I got a few clients I can hook please, you up. Please, yeah, please. <laughs> um,
0: but um <laughs> the virginale. Um, my number one pickup spot now is go on the virginale. <laughs> but do you think do you think that um people working really hard um Almost do have to sacrifice other parts of their life. They can't. They, you you've got to have one focus, and yeah. and I, I I mean I I I feel that I believe that I'm like yeah I never have a relationship.
1: Yeah, it's too hard.
0: Yeah, so I've got enough shit to worry I about. Just I put it in a hard too. basket. Yeah, and I'm like,
1: <laughs> you know what? It is what it is. Okay,
0: and but then, mm-hmm. do you feel like you're missing something in, in life? Is this part of you that's like oh, but I really do want that?
1: It's so funny that you say that. I thought I didn't need anyone else, mm-hmm. and now like I have met. Probably the guy of my dreams. Wow. Yeah, and must I said, be a good feeling. He's fantastic, and um, he must be I, a legend. <laughs> he is. I said to Jason today. I said, oh my god, I didn't realize what I was missing until he came into my life. Like he just makes my life complete.
0: How? Yeah. Is yeah. That? Just yeah. don't get married this year because the <laughs> wedding could <to> be small.
1: <laughs> well, I did meet his parents last week. And did you really? I was like, we're getting married next week. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Did you say that to them? laugh. Yeah, but see, that just shows your character. That's mm. just your you in life just go knows what you want. When you find it, you go get it. That's just exactly. that, that's just a sign of it. Of and it a, wasn't,
1: it was just it's so weird. We kept we met up, we, we got introduced at a cafe and um he left. And the, the guy that I knew at the cafe is like, he's a really good guy. And um, then we never saw each other again. And then it was his Christmas party and I was coming out of a teeth whitening job and he waved at me and I didn't wave back because I didn't even know who it was. And then we saw each other about another six months later at an engagement party. And I was like, this is so weird. Why do we keep seeing each other? And then, yeah, I just kicked it off from there. Do
0: you believe in fate? Do you believe things happen for a reason? I think
1: everything does happen for a reason and especially right now.
0: (laughs) All right. Now let's get back to business. Let's get some serious, serious knowledge up in this thing. Why don't you give yeah. me the, your most important lessons of, of franchising that you've learned?
1: Yeah, team. This is the most important factor of a business. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I'm very selective with who I take on and who joins our family. Mm-hmm. Um, our culture, um, who wants to share the same values as what we do. Um, we're upfront on what the franchise is.
0: So honest, you Completely mean? Completely
1: honest. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not... It's long hours, it's responsibility, it's being a leader and you also have to run your own business. Mm. You still have to run your own business. I'm not, I'm not. we don't give everything like mm. that. Um, so they're the best important lessons and it's good to encourage them to go and do further learning and to further themselves as well.
0: And so how do you <laughs> sell people on owning their own business?
1: Yeah, so I do not like selling. I'm really bad at it. Really? It's, it's <laughs> so unnatural to me. So, you know, a lot of my franchises that have, Come on board. They have contacted us. They've put in applications. I've met up with them. It's been, you know, what is a franchise to you? I like asking them questions rather than okay, me. yeah, talk yeah. about that. What do you ask? Yeah, like, do you know what a franchise is? Do you know what a relationship between a franchisor and a franchisee? It is not an employee and an employer relationship. Mm. And um, what are you, what are you, what are the values of what you have? What do you think a sparkling white smile is from an outsider? What are you going to do when it does get hard? I ask them the hardest questions. Oh, make it as sound as bad as possible, Mm -hmm. and then if they take it on, they're going to have essentially.
0: I love that question. What do you think (coughs) this company is before they know? I I ask new team members that in their second interview, yeah, because if they or their first interview, sorry, because if they understand the concept, the call, and they've read into it, and and you can see that they sometimes they'll recite words from the website. If they do that, you know, okay, they like this is a good person. They already
1: looked into it. They yeah. know what they're buying. Yeah. What are you going to do when you know you're not hitting numbers? Mm-hmm. Is it my fault that you're not hitting numbers, or is it your fault that you're mm. not hitting numbers? And these are the questions that will determine if I'm taking them on or not.
0: Good. Yeah. Go. Why don't you take and when you take the reins, so you ask yeah. some questions. You because yeah. if you're if you're taking the reins and. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, you'll come up with things that I'm... Because you, you've got things in your head that you might want to say. You'll just fucking sure. say them.
1: So what are your lessons that you've learned in business? Oh, you switched
0: <laughs> <laughs> No, mine would be that um, start. Just do it, right? If you want to do something in life, you have to do it. You have to start. Okay. If you don't start and you're sitting around and planning and, oh, I don't want to tell anyone yet because it's not perfect. No, motherfucker. You need to start. You need to It's get never going it. to be perfect. Yeah. Then remember... That no matter what, if you're still there, the business is still there. So if you have enough confidence in yourself, I think what got me through a lot of things mm-hmm. was that when shit was going crazy, I was like, okay, can I, do I believe in myself enough to do this? I was like, shit, yeah, if all these other people in the world have fucking mm-hmm. done successful businesses. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I can do bigger than they can. Mm-hmm. So I always had a lot of confidence in, in myself. And then the third thing is business is people. Sure. Right. If you understand human beings, because they're all the same, and that's probably my greatest strength in life and business, is I know people. You know, I know how to how, adapt. Yeah, I know how to get what I need. I know how to. Um, I know how they're thinking. What they. Mm-hmm. I used to love reading psychology books, and I think every business person, the first thing you should read. Forget business books. Mm-hmm. You need to read psychology books. You need to understand people because you're serving them. Everything from your marketing to your product needs to work for the human brain.
1: I agree. Before I did nursing, I actually did psychology.
0: Changed. Genius. Oh. Do you think that helped you out a lot in… in yeah.
1: Uh, people are everything. Yeah. You can understand people. You've got no choice. Yeah.
0: It's the key to life. Exactly. It doesn't matter what… I think if you were to… um I got asked by GQ like two years ago what if I were to… because I got kicked out of uni. But if I w- went to uni and I studied, what would it… Uh, what would I study now? What would I… Oh, sorry. What would I encourage… Uh, Young mm-hmm. guys and girls to to study, and I said psychology because it just it works for anything. You want Human to be a nurse, no, yeah. You want to be a nurse. You want to be a thing. You want to be whatever it is. Psychology is is key. So I guess they're my they'd be my lessons. Amazing.
1: It's amazing. That's it's pretty much spot on with yeah. what mine would be as well. Plus,
0: if you think something's really bad, it's not. Yeah. Other people didn't even notice it. It's, it's like if you wake up after a big night or something like that, and you're freaking out. Oh, what did I do? What did I say? And, and like you think everyone's thinking about you, they're not. They're thinking about what they did, and it's the same in business. No one's thinking about. Oh shit, you did that wrong. You didn't. If they do, it's going to come in and they're going to fly out. There's they're a be new think-
1: story tomorrow.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, they mm. someone calls and boom, it's gone. Yep. So no matter what happens, you can keep going forwards.
1: Oh, I couldn't agree more. Mine would be similar. Mine would be more like trust yourself. No one knows you better than yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, do the right thing. There's no shortcuts in business. Yeah. There's absolutely no shortcuts. It's persistency, consistency. That's the only key. Yeah. You've
0: got to want it.
1: Yeah. And like as I was saying before, choose your battles. So like for me, I've learned to choose my battles.
0: What do you mean by choose your battles?
1: Choose your battles. Like I'm not here to win the game. I'm here to win the challenge.
0: Yeah. Like The war. Yeah. The, the uh,
1: so, you know, you, you, it's sometimes better. You look at the the positives and the negatives and you're like you know what just walk away Alison don't even respond just walk away you're a bigger person mm-hmm. and I you know I obviously read a lot of books and do you read
0: a lot yeah I love what reading. type of books
1: uh, a lot of business books mm-hmm. psychology books yeah and like you you look at the most successful people in business and they say the same thing all the time they choose their battles they you know they don't buy into the shit they don't go ahead and do it for pride they do it for to win the championship yeah I, th- I think that
0: like it's the focus. There's, because there's, if I was to think of the 30 things that could kill Cub right now, which I assure you there's probably about 30 of them. If I was to think about all of them, I'd probably have a panic attack and die. <laughs> right? But I don't. I focus on, okay, what are we doing right now? Right now we're pumping the brand. Yep. That's all that's in my head. Yep. Brand, 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 brand.
1: That's H- 70% of what you should be doing.
0: Yeah. What so you doing. whatever you focus on is what's going to be in your mind. And if there's positives and your team's bringing up the – we in our WhatsApp chat, we all day, every day, every good thing that happens, a team member will post, hey, this just happened. Just got another member. Just got this. This member sent us this email. It's amazing. So all day we're seeing positive things. Thank if you're seeing positive things and everyone's cheering, when bad shit happens, eh, it's one of fucking 20 positive things. Who gives you a shit? Let's keep going positive. So getting that positive mindset as a culture of the company, focusing on the positive. Yep. I think so. it's a great And lesson. I think
1: that starts with you as well. Like for me, <clears throat> I wake up in the morning, I'm very much in routine. Mm. I have to go to the gym, have to have my coffee, have to call Jason. Yeah. Like these are the things that I have He's to He's already
0: part of your routine.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but these are the things that I have to do um, to make sure that, you know, I stay positive and from the top, if I'm running positivity, it, it it does. It shows everybody else. What do
0: you think? Why do you think routine is so important for for business people because I literally mm-hmm. do the exact same steps per day. I even I eat the same thing for breakfast, the same thing for lunch, the same thing for dinner. <laughs> I, I swear I do my work at the right, same times. I only have meetings at certain times. I sit in the same uh, seat on the plane. I sit in mm-hmm. the same seats at work. I, I almost never change yeah. my routine.
1: Because as I was saying, consistency. Yeah. Yeah. If you do the same thing over and over and over again, eventually you're going to win.
0: And you don't think about it anymore. Yes. And you only
1: change what's broken. If it's not working at that time, that seat that you're sitting in, you change the seat. Yeah. But you only change what's broken. You don't change the whole entire diagram.
0: Yeah. And also the cost of something going wrong is too high. So if I eat a lunch, I'm like, oh shit, I hate that lunch. My stomach doesn't feel good now. Exactly right. Then the rest of the day I'm furious. So I'm not going to work. So I know okay, just eat that. I know I love it. I know it's good. (laughs) I know I'm going to working. it. You know you can get all your
1: meetings done. Yeah. yeah, no, totally. Routine,
0: great. routine is is golden. Has have you ever felt alone in regards to being in your position? Because there's so few people, especially your age in your position. Have you ever felt alone?
1: No, not at all. I've always had the right people around me, and as yeah. I was saying to you before, I've always hired everybody who essentially is the right position. And so, you yeah.
0: you surround yourself with a lot of other business people. Of course, yeah, it's yeah. the key. It's of golden. Of
1: course, you can. It's everything. Mm. You Can you sit at the table and you all have. You can all bring the same to the table. It's the
0: oldest and the most proven tactic of all time of <laughs> securing success.
1: <And laughs> but me- I don't like being the smartest one at the table either.
0: You should never be. I don't. Never. Yeah. yeah. I, I think the biggest favour you can do yourself is always be putting yourself higher and higher. Couldn't agree more. But also giving back as a business leader. You totally. want to be sharing. Totally. Um, to end this podcast, why don't you leave one last thought or one last piece of advice for the listeners, something to mm. – to let them finish with. Sure. Finish strong. Make it good. Oh, <laughs> people are going to remember you for this. So,
1: you know, my dad actually gave it to me and he always used to say, never, ever have people waiting on you. So respond to emails. You know, be honest with what you do. If you're going to be late, tell them that you're going to be five minutes late. Mm-hmm. Those, are the, those are the things. And that's what gets you respect. And if you give respect, you earn respect.
0: Could not agree more. Yes. And people then... It's a sign of a healthy company. You know, if your company is responding quickly mm-hmm. and they're getting onto calls quickly, they're answering the phones quickly, mm-hmm. everything's happening. People see, wow, that's a healthy company. And I want to do business with a healthy company.
1: Yeah, Couldn't agree more.
0: Amazing. Alison, thank you so much for today. Thank it you for was, having
1: me. No. This is so much fun. I know we'll do it again. Yeah. We'll do it but again. You're on we'll mine practice. Soon.
0: We'll, yeah, and I've got to be on yours. Plus, yeah. we've got to practice for your one. So we can do like, I don't know, we'll come up with some topics or something. Yeah, some good topics. Awesome. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening and have a fantastic day.
1: (laughs) See you.